We are serving the mighty God. We are serving the living God. Father, we pray you will uphold us. In the name of Jesus, our faith will not fail. Let's just say, Lord, thank you for another day. Go ahead as you begin to appreciate the Lord for another day. Daddy, we thank you. Daddy, we bless you. Daddy, we thank you for yet another day for the gift of life. Daddy, we are grateful to you. Daddy, we bless you. Daddy, we exalt you. Daddy, we honor you. Daddy, we thank you. Thank you for giving us life. Thank you for keeping us by your power. Thank you for keeping up by your mercy. Thank you for keeping up by your grace. Lord, we are grateful to you. All honor, hug, praise, all adoration. We return to you today. Forever, Lord, we will remain grateful to you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. The struggle of a man continues until he recognizes there is the almighty God who have the power over all affairs of men. Struggles in life continues until we acknowledge the almighty God who have power over all the affairs of men. This morning, I speak into someone's life. As you recognize the almightiness of God today, your struggle expires. May your struggle end today. May your struggle end today. May your struggle end today in the name of Jesus. God have not changed, you see, the Almighty. And when we recognize His almightiness in our fears, He takes over our body. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whoever you are out there, that you are carrying a burden on your neck, on your head, today, as you give God chance, the Lord will take away that burden. The Lord will take away that burden. The Lord will take away that burden. As your amen thunder, this is a day of deliverance for you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Look up. God is still on the throne. And God loves you more than you think. And I'm persuading my spirit. Miracle is coming your way today. Blessing is coming your way today. Deliverance is coming your way today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hear this also. We cannot help ourselves better than the way he can help us. Abraham and Sarah tried to help themselves. What they got out of it brought problem to them. We cannot help ourselves without the help of the Almighty. We need to take steps that will help our destiny, but then we trust God more than any other thing. But when they yielded themselves to God, as he came, I prophesied this day, in every area you and I have been trying to help ourselves without God. Today, may God change our mentality. May God change our focus. And as we surrender to God today, let the miracle of God enter our homes. Let the miracle of God enter our lives. Let the miracle of God enter destiny in the mighty name of Jesus. Never give up on your destiny. God is still working on you and he's taking you somewhere. And by the grace of the Lord, you will get there. 
in Jesus' mighty name. Today is another day. I want to thank God who has kept all of us alive. We see, trust the Lord, that this pandemic will surely cease. And the Lord will give all of us victory over it. All over the nations of the world, there will be victory over this pandemic. The God of heaven will intervene on our behalf. And he will turn around our situation in the mighty name of Jesus. We are praying and we are trusting the Lord. This virus will cease. It will not spread further. And in all places where people have been vetted, there is going to be a miracle. All those who have the challenge, already, God will heal them. In the mighty name of Jesus. Everyone saying, Amen. Oh man, abroad, you will not hear bad news. I decree under God, you will not hear bad news. The ministry angels of God will watch over you and all your loved ones. In the mighty name of Jesus. We also believe in God for our government that God will continue to help them as they continue to fashion out ways to put an end to this pandemic in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. For this morning, we have uh, yet again another important assignment before the Lord and we are trusting the Holy Ghost will help every one of us. So for everyone at home and everyone who is privileged to receive this message, I'd like you to know that this is derived from the throne of God. And uh, it's a mystery, it's a secret that God helping you, God helping me to catch these revelations, it will change everything around our life. It will change everything around our destiny. We are seeing the month of undeniable miracles of the living God. And we are believing God to give grant all of us the miracle we desire. And the miracle will come in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm reading from Exodus chapter number 23. Exodus chapter number 23. Okay, I will take from verse 22 and 23. This is what the Bible says. And thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, Thus hear the Lord. Israel is my son, even my firstborn. And I say unto thee, Let my son go, that he may serve me. And if thou will not let him go, behold, I will slay your son, even your firstborn. Chapter number 14. Of the same Exodus, chapter number 14. And I'm reading from verse number 14. Chapter number 14. Alright, let's take it from verse 9. But the Egyptians pursued after them all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army and overtook them and came by the sea beside Parapet before Baal And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted out their eyes. And behold, the Egyptians marched after them. And they were so afraid. And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. And they said unto Moses, Because there was no graves in Egypt, as thou taking us away to die in the wilderness, wherefore hast thou there dost with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is it not this the word we will tell in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptian. For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptian than we should serve, we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptian whom thou see today, you shall see them no more. For the Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. Whoever you are out there, I decree from today, you will enjoy peace. Barakasa, I receive peace for you now. Peace in your home. Peace in your life. Peace in your family. Concerning your job, you will have peace. Concerning your business, you will have peace. In every area of your life, where you are trouble, I speak peace now. I speak peace now. Into that marriage, I speak peace now. Into that family, I speak peace now. Concerning your health, I speak peace now. As you said, the loudest amen, receive the peace of the Lord. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Miracles are real. 
Miracles are God's acts. Miracles are God's interventions. Miracles are divine occurrences. Miracles are supernatural happenings that turn things around. Miracles can be referred to as heaven's response to earthly problem. Miracles are God's answer to human problems. Miracles are evidences that God is still alive. Miracles reverse the irreversible. Miracles change things suddenly. Miracles make things happen. Miracles terminate reproach. Miracles deliver the captives. Miracles make the impossible possible. Miracles open doors where people have concluded doors cannot be opened. Of course, miracles also can shut the door where people thought the economy cannot be shocked. Miracles bring healing. Miracles can raise the dead. Miracles gives hope where there is no hope. Miracles make things to happen. Miracles make somebody out of a nobody. I can go on and on and on. I prophesy into your life today. I prophesy into somebody's family today. As your amen turn down your home, wherever you're listening to me, let miracle happen now in your life. Let miracle take place now in your family. As I say in amen, I receive miracle for you now. I receive miracles for you now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. My focus today is simple. How to provoke the miraculous. So by the Holy Ghost, I'll be preaching on the message, provoking the miraculous through service. That miracles are real is not contestable. You don't argue that. They are real. In actual fact, that you are alive and my life is a miracle. That many of us survive all that has going on around us, it's a miracle. That you have survived all the evils, the challenges of the past, it's a miracle. That you never die when you are young, when you had an accident, or when something happened, it's a miracle. There are so many things you look around that show that God is real and miracles are real. And of course, God works miracles every day. Up to now, he wants to work a miracle. There's a family out there, I'm hearing the name of the Lord, that your family is in there to experience a miracle. I'm praying again, there's somebody hearing me out there, you are the next to experience a miracle. I do not know who I'm talking to. I say you are the next to experience a miracle. Concerning your job, you will experience a miracle. Concerning your business, you will experience a miracle. Concerning your marriage, you will experience a miracle. Concerning the conception, you will experience a miracle. Concerning that affliction, you will experience a miracle. Even the debt, the money you are owing, you will experience a miracle. Why? When the miraculous happen, anything change. Everything change. Nothing remains the same. Our focus today is to see how do we prove miraculous? If truly we are serving a God of miracle, if truly miracle happens every day, what must we do? To experience miracles all the days of our life. Not just one, all the days of our life. I'd like to lay the foundation from the book of Exodus. The story we read, the scripture we read, chapter number 4 from verse 22 and 23. Here, the Bible says, let my people go that they may serve me. Now, my goal this morning is briefly to show you the power of service when it comes to the miraculous. The wonder-working power of commitment to God, service to God, when it comes to provoking the miraculous. God said to Moses, get down to Egypt. Tell Pharaoh, who has at that time ruled over the whole world, as it were. 
let my people go. Why? That they may serve me. Service. And he said, if you will not allow them to go, I will kill your firstborn. Very quickly, there are five things I need to show you here. Number one, there's what we call service. He said, let my people go that they may serve me. So there's what we call service. Service is real, sir. Service is real, sir. Service is that they may serve me. Service. Number two, God placed great premium on service. Please take note of my words. I'm not saying man, God. He said that they may serve me. Serve me, God. So he placed great premium on service. Number three, God wants us, his people, to serve him. He wants you to serve him. He wants me to serve him. So, everything that can be done to serve the Lord will be done. Number four, God will prepare, or let me put it this way, there are powers of personality that would like to hinder your service unto God. Get thee to Pharaoh. Let my people go to serve me. So that means, the people have not been able to serve the Lord all along because of Pharaoh. So, there are powers, there are principality, there are forces, there are foundations that will not want you and me to serve God. That there. And then number five. God always ready to defend those who want to serve him. Now, he said, tell them, let my people go to serve me. But in case Pharaoh will not listen to you, which is eventually is very what happened, then I'm going to do it with Pharaoh. So that means when you are committed to service, God defend you. And one of the best, or one of the most strongest, or the most outstanding miracle ever recorded in the history of mankind is the creation of a pathway in the Red Sea. And God causes the people to pass through the Red Sea on a dry land. The Red Sea gave way, and the people walk on the dry land so that they can go and serve the Lord. I'm trying to ask some something. So God can go to any land just for his people to serve him. I decree under God today, as you are committed to God's service from now, what you could not do in 10 years, in 10 days, God will do it in your life. Ah, Katayaba, the rest in your life will give way. Everybody else in your life will give way. Every obstacle in your family will give way. What look impossible now, as you said, the loudest man, it will become possible. God brought manna in the wilderness, supernaturally, so that people can serve him. God brought water from the road so that they can serve everything so that they can serve him. And I begin to say, God, the Lord said, I can do anything for my people to serve me. And then, that, by the Holy Ghost, probe my spirit, as it was, see how my spirit, to begin to search from the scripture, cases, people, who experienced miracles, and I found so many of them. I only enjoy, I only share with you a few ones, a few of them, who enter into a realm of the miraculous. People that experience outstanding miracles. People that got results that were, no, that were so, so outstanding that nobody can deny. Just through service. So I come to a conclusion. Boy, if you are not serving God, it's because you are not wise. That's what I said to myself. Number one. Let me start with the man called Moses. Moses served. What was his service? Standing as God's minister. That was his service. Standing as God's minister between God and the people. 
bringing the people's problem before God and telling people what God says. That's all. That's the service. And what are the miracles that God brought into his life? So many. But permit me to mention just a few of them. One, the Lord delivered him from the man called Pharaoh, the king then, that wanted to kill him. Two, the Lord make him become, as it were, an authority on heart. God said, I will make you a God to Pharaoh. Now, that should be strange to you. God said, I will make a man a God to Pharaoh. Now, look up. You can become a God over that situation. You can become a God over that problem. You can become a God over your tormentor. You can become a God over those people that say you will not move forward. You will not break through. You can become a God to them. In other words, you can become an authority over them when you are committed to God's service. You know why? God will practically carry you by himself. I pray for today. I pray from today. Everyone that is down, as you yield to kingdom service from now, may God lift you up. That was not all. Must become one of the three super, so to say, in the realm of the spirit. You remember on the month of transfiguration, when Jesus went up there, the Bible says some two fellows showed up. That's thousands of men, hundreds of years after the death of Moses. Moses showed up, Elijah showed up. In the realm of the supernatural, these are authorities, sir. That was not all. Another miracle. After the death of Moses, the Bible recorded, eh? the devil showed up to carry his body. And God said, no, you can't carry this one. This one served me. And the angel of the Lord showed up to contend with the devil and reboot the devil. In the name of the Lord, on the account of your service from now, every devil that will not let you go, I rebook them in the name of Jesus. Every devil tormenting your family, I reboot them in the name of Jesus. Every devil afflicting your business, I reboot them in the name of Jesus. Every devil creating tension for your life, your children, I reboot them in the name of Jesus. Every devil harassing you, you're sleeping, your dream, I rebook them in the name of Jesus. All on one platform, service unto God. Example number two, Dockers. In Acts of Apostles, chapter number nine. Acts chapter 9 from verse 31, 2, 3, up to 41. We read the story, Acts chapter 9 from verse 31 down to 41. We read the story of a woman called Dorcas who died unexpectedly. She died suddenly. But the Bible recorded some fellows around saying, no, we won't allow this to happen. So what do they do? The Bible said they're saying to Peter, for Peter, I said, Peter, if there's anyone you must respond to is this one. Whatever you are doing now, you need to leave it. You must come now. And Peter rose up and got up right there and came to meet them. What's the problem? He said, see this woman. She died this morning. And we are not ready to allow her to die now. Why? Because of her service. They said, this woman has served us. She's okay. She can die now. The Bible said, all kind of people are showing us. Say, she bought this for me. She did this for my children. She has done this for me. Service. And so I said, Peter, if there's anything you can do, do it now. If there's a God you can call, call God now. Let there be a miracle. And of course, Peter went in, prayed to God, and God responded. Now, I found out something in that story. It was not Peter per se, per se that brought back the, man, the woman. What brought back her, what brought that woman back, what restored her life was her service to God. The service won't allow her to go. Bakato Eketo Yaba. I prophesy today, whatever you have lost because of one reason or the other, because of service, as I committed to serve room today, there will be restoration to you. There will be restoration to your family. Be restoration for your family. If I will hear your hair melt up, let there be restoration. So what was service here? Giving. That was what she was doing. She was just giving. And then she got back alive. Alive, restored. I pray for somebody one more time. 
beginning from today, even before the end of this month of May, if your amen will turn that on wherever you are listening to me, the grace for restoration, let it enter your house now. Number three, the third case I want to consider, the widow of Seraphath. She has experienced the miraculous. How? In a season like what we are, we are where we are still in Nigeria now, and all over the world now, there was famine. Economy downtown. Economy meltdown. Nothing seems to be working out anywhere. And people are dying just like that because of hunger. But in the midst of that, she experienced a miracle. A miracle that was sustained her for years. The Bible recorded that the man of God came to her house. And the man of God said to her, Woman, I'm going to be here for a while. Can you just get me some food in your house? And the woman said with her mouth, Please take note of this. Yes, sir. I wish I can give you. But the only meal that remains, the only bread remain, is the only one I want to eat. And my son, and we will die. She said with her mouth, we will die because everybody around them have been dying. So she knew that's nothing to happen because there's no food anywhere. Not that you don't have money, but there's no food anywhere. But then, she obeyed the man of the Lord. She provided the food. And thereafter, the man of God turned back and said, Woman, I'm going to be around for a long time and I'll be seeing your house. From today, you're part of oil. Your bowl of flour will never run dry. Just a word. Miracle enter into our house. Under God today, I speak into somebody's life. As your amen turned out to heaven three times, let God of provision visit you today. Let supernatural provision enter your house now. Let supernatural provision enter your house now. If you will say that amen loud one more time, it enter your family now. But please take note of the mystery behind it. Service. What was our own service in this instance? Providing for the servant of God. She never asked, where are you coming from? She never asked, who sent you work? She never asked, what's my problem with you? She never said, well, that's your headache. I'm not interested. She just served. She was serving God, but to the man. And then, miracle, enter home. I lift up my hand. Wherever you are at home, just join me to lift up your hand. Say, Father. Say, Father, in time like this, let miracle enter my house. Supernaturally, miracles enter my house. Supernaturally, provision enter my life. Can I hear your loud amen at home? Example number four. Ruth. Here you find a young lady that also has the miraculous. She has found miracle in the area of marriage. <laughs> hey, get the low shatayaba. I'm announcing to somebody out there in advance. Your miracle will be the best of the season. Your marriage will be the best of the time. Your marriage is coming and it will be outstanding. In the name of the Lord. Now, she has seen a miracle in the area of marriage. She got married to the family of God's people. She got married to a big man, a wealthy man. She got married to a man she never imagined unless she can ever get married to. There is no way they would have ever met if not a God arranged it. Look how there is a God that arranged things. I decree today. What you can't arrange for yourself. What man cannot arrange for you. If your amen will turn that home, my God, we arrange it for you now. There's somebody saying in my home, God, we arrange it. If we arrange a better job, he arrange a better business, he will arrange your marriage, he will arrange your conception, he arrange your traveling now. If you will say amen at home, God, we arrange it for you. That was not all. She also gave back to one of those who became as it were the father figure, so to say. The protector lineage of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? Because she married Boaz. 
And after they are married, they gave birth to Obed. And on and on and on up to the lineage of the Lord Jesus. How did she also experience this miracle? Remember, Ruth was from Boaz. Not even, she was a Moabite. Not even the lineage of the Lord. Our service. And in case you are wondering what service, I will tell you. The Bible recorded Naomi left her city in search of food, the husband. And they traveled down to another city. And in the process, things went down. Things became rough. The man died. The husband died. The children died. And then the two sons, daughter-in-law, they followed Naomi for a while. And one of them got back. But then Ruth said, I will hold on to you, madam. madam. I don't care where you are going. From the little I've seen when I got married to your son, I know that you belong to the people of God. You came from the city of God. So your God will become my God. And I will serve him all the days of my life. Our loyalty to our mother-in-law was her service. At a time when everybody abandoned that woman. The husband died. The sons died. The other daughter left. It was the woman alone. She became the only hope of the woman. She stood with the woman. She stood by the woman. And God said, for standing by my daughter, I will reward you. Ah, Oluwao. I pray for somebody today. Every step you will take today that will bring you eternal reward. I saw Amen Thunder the great hotel. He said, receive now. There are things we do today that open doors tomorrow. There are things we take today that open heaven tomorrow. There are things we do now that God will remember and begin to do the unusual thing for us. Not for us alone, even for our children. God said, for standing with my daughter. Boy, girl, you are in for a miracle. When she couldn't, I mean, she marriage can forget us out of it. Because the mother-in-law even discouraged her. The mother-in-law said, even if I'm going to have a child now, where will the child grow? But God has a better plan. There's somebody out there who wants to say to God, God has a better plan. I don't care your imagination. God has a better plan. I don't care your reason. God has a better plan. I don't care what you are thinking. There's a better plan. There's a better plan. There's a better plan. You know what? And his plan is the best. If you will say, Amen at home now, I receive for you God's better plan. A service, loyalty to a mother-in-law. I say with all humility, loyalty is profitable, sir. There's always a payday when God will remember it. There's always a payday when God will open his fire. There's always a payday when God will do the unusual. You remember the story of uh, Mordecai also? He also got the miracle. He became the next in command of King Alcaraz. Promoted suddenly. Got everything just in the night. From gate man, he became the prime minister. Everything in the day. Out through his service also. And what a service? Loyalty to the king of his own time. Brethren, when you commit yourself to the ways of the spirit, you enjoy the graces of the spirit. In the times we are now, nothing works faster and better like the graces of the spirit. And we can pick it from the scripture. You are the nurse to witness this miracle. Your family is the nurse to witness this miracle. In the mighty name of Jesus. Example number five, number six, Solomon. Solomon also came from a line that was so strange, so to say. Though the father's name was David, but the mother, Bathsheba, and we all know the story of Bathsheba. Bathsheba was originally the wife of Uriah. And David, of course, messed up when he killed the husband because of Bathsheba. And the son, the first child that was born out of that ungodly relationship died. But thereafter, God promised David, the next son that is coming will become my beloved. And I will not take away my mercy from him. You have taken it away from Saul. That was king before you. So Solomon came into the scene. And thereafter, Solomon also decided to work his way into the miraculous. In one day, God showed up in his dream. Ah, Lord, I am waiting. There's a man hearing me out there. There's a woman hearing me out there. This night also, this week also, 
any moment from now, God will show up in your dream. God will show up in your office. God will show up in your company. God will show up for you before your boss. God will show up anywhere you go. God will show up for you in your market. As you are saying, amen, my God will show up. We are serving a living God that show up for his own people. We are not serving a dead God. So God showed up and said, Moses, I mean, Solomon, ask anything you want. And the man just said, God, give me wisdom. That's all. And I said, that's all. Okay. Even what you did not ask, I'm giving you. Now, I call that open check. The miracle of God's open check. Everything you want, ask. Even when man asks us for one thing, God says, I will give you more. There is a God that gives people more than what they ask for. Ah, God, that label, yeah. This May, before 31st day, there's a brother out there, there's a woman out there. More than one, your own request, more than your prayer point, more than your fasting, more than your effort. If you will stand up at home now and join me to say, Amen, I prophesy, may God grant you our desires. May God grant you our desire. May God grant you miracles that money cannot buy. May God grant you miracles you will not forget. Can I hear your amen one more time? God appeared. Anything said now, I will give you wisdom. I will give you wealth. I will give you power. And God just went on and on. I said, I will, I will so much bless you. There will be no one that will be as blessed as you are. And after you, there will be no one like you. So I ask question again. Lord, why, sir? His own service also. I'm interested to know what service provoked this giving. I'm not the one that wrote the Bible. I'm only reading it. And I'm interpreting it provoked that encounter, that greatness, that greatness, that ascent to the realm of the supernatural, that wealth, that provision, all the things we are looking for today, it provoked all those things just by giving to God. The Bible said one day over a thousand sacrifices unto God. And heaven opened up. I pray for somebody as I'm praying for myself. May our heaven open up. 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 As I say, may your heaven open up. At all, may your heaven open up. Concerning your children, may your heaven open up. Your husband, your wife, may your heaven open up. Everybody say, may our heaven open up. All they did was to give to God. Now, all of us can learn that giving is a weapon. Not because of anyone for your own destiny. You provoke something. Number six, Elisha. Here is another man. That enjoy what I call another dimension of miracles. Now, what you call miracle means different to different people. For someone they are looking for just healing, that's a miracle for them. For someone they are looking for a provision of food, that's a miracle for them. But for someone that be something else altogether. So what you need may not be what somebody else needs. There are some people, money is not a problem. Some people are not a problem. Some people marriage is not a problem. Some people, what they are looking for is good health. So it means different to different people. But miracles simply mean what you can't get by your strength and you are believing God to bring it to you. If you believe God, it's coming your way now. In his own case, he experienced the miraculous in the area of the anointing. And I'm persuaded there are many believers listening to me today, Christians listening to me today, and those who I want to give their lives today who are listening to me today, who also want what to call power from above. Now, let me say, you don't need to go double liquor to get power. You don't need to go to the devil to get power. The devil has no power anywhere. If the devil gives anybody anything, sovereign will follow it. There is no free gift with the devil. There is no free gift with the devil. There is no gripping with any demon or any force, satanic agent anywhere. No free gift. If they give anything, what they will ask later, God forbid. The real power is in God. I'm talking about power, we're talking about anointing. So are you a Christian? Are you a believer? Are you serving the anointing? And you are believing God be anointing. You want power? 
You want to heal the sick? You want to see revelation? You can get it in God. You don't need to go double the capacity. No, sir. There is genuine in Christ. How do we get it? That's the mystery here. This guy also got it. Double portion of the anointing. That what Elijah got from his father Elijah. As Elijah was to go, and after they're following for a while, he said, well, ask me now what you want. And he said, sir, all I want is double portion of the anointing. The man said, what are you saying? You mean double portion of what I carry? Holy Ghost, help me. He said, yes, sir. And the man looked at him and said, that's all right. It's a miracle. But if you see me when I'm being taken away, you will get it. He never said you can't get it. And the man got it eventually. I pray for somebody here. What your heart is longing for. That miracle, that blessing, that favor, that opportunity. Some of you are praying, I wish God bless me. I will God empower me. I will God will do this. I will do this for him. As your amen thunder now, the grace will receive them, receive it now. But then, how did he get his own also? What service did he render? Very simple. Commitment to followership. Commitment to followership. Elisha followed Elijah to a point where heaven just must respond to him. Elisha was so committed to serving. And the Bible says, here come Elisha. They pour water in the hands of Elijah. He served and followed to a point where heaven responded. Ah, Oluwau. I decree over your head today. When heaven will respond, what heaven will respond to that will make you to be above all as your amen to receive that grace now. Double portion he got. I want to say with all the anointing is really sir. Go for it, brother. My sister, go for it. You can't go find this one without God's power. I'm not saying say, God's power, real power. You can't go find this one without it. You need the power to subdue the wicked. You need the power to deal with wishes and wisdom. You need the power to deal with some issues in your life. So you need the anointing of the Lord. And when the anointing comes, nothing can stop you. And one of the surest way of getting it is commitment to followership. Following whoever is your spiritual leader with all your heart. Follow whoever is your pastor with all your heart. Follow whoever is your mentor with all your heart. And you do it. Don't, don't look for his mistake. He has mistake. You have mistake also. Everybody have their own mistake. But you are following because you know there's something you are carrying. You are looking for. And you will get it. You will get it. You will get it. I have mentors. Fathers. I follow with my heart. I don't see anything. Any other thing. That's just me. I just follow. That's okay. Why? There's something I'm trusting God for. And that's what I focus on. When your focus is on the grace and the anointing, it will come. I pray for somebody today, wherever you are listening to me, that which your heart secretly genuinely desire, as you begin to follow now with all your heart, let the grace come upon you. Of course, while he was following, the other sons of prophet were mocking him. But when he got it, nobody could mock him again. There's something you get that changes your story. I pray for you today, you will get it. I can go on and on and on many cases. Let me just mention one or two so that we can begin to round up. Another first I want to mention is the woman who called the woman with two coins. Now, the Bible did not even mention her name. The Bible said there was a woman in the church. Why nobody was giving? She gave only two coins. Just two coins. We don't even know her name. But she got something. What was the miracle? You may ask me. Till tomorrow. Anyway, we're preaching about the gospel. We talk about her. Why? Because Jesus personally commended her. The Lord Jesus said she has done something that is worthy to talk about. Though she gave with only two coins, and the apostle Jesus said, Sir, you can see how many people are giving so many things, the big, big things. But this one dropped two coins. What can we say? And, uh, contrary to their expectation, the Lord Jesus said, She has given more than all. Why? Jesus said, All of them gave from the abundance. 
But this woman gave just the only one that she has. Beloved, God is the master judge, not any man. Accordingly, when it comes to serving God, let it be you and God. And be committed to him, he knows. If one naira is the best, let God know. If just one sleeper is the best, let God know. If just sweeping the floor is what you can do, let God know. If preaching the gospel, I don't know whatever it is. Just be committed and let God know you are doing with all your heart. He's a rewarder. You will never miss a reward. Another case, hey David. David became one of the greatest men that ever lived on the surface of the heart. He became, I mean, at the point he became a friend of God. He entered into what I call a covenant relationship with the Lord. So much, the Lord said, forever, the throne, the scepter will not depart from the lineage of David. Till today, people talk about David. I mean, what a wonder, what a miracle. But then, how did he got it also? Two service also. Two major things that we say in his, in about his own service. Number one, he killed Goliath. When Goliath was tormenting the people of God, and nobody could face Goliath, David showed up, said, no, I cannot stand, and this evil will continue. I will not allow this man to continue to embarrass the people of God. I will rather stand for God or stand for nothing. Number two, dancing and fellowshipping. Dancing and worshipping. The Bible recorded there was a day when they brought back the ark of the Lord. The Bible, and he stood up. And what was he doing? He began to dance. As I bring it because ark, he was dancing, jumping up and down. Dance, and he danced so much that his wife became curious and said, something might be wrong with you. How come you remove your coat and you are king? You remove your garment and you are dancing like a small boy. I discovered something in the realm of the spirit. Those who made themselves small because of God, God made them great. See, you are dancing like a small boy. David said, it doesn't matter. That's who I am. And I will do more because of God. One, he killed Goliath fighting the battles of God. Number two, he was dancing and praising God. And because of that, he entered into the realm of greatness. I had one more. Abraham. Abraham did not just become a friend of God. He became the father of the covenant. Covenant relationship with God. The Lord said, I will bless you. I will bless your children. Your children will possess the gifts of their enemies. And God went on and on and on and on and on and on. How did Abraham also accept the miracle of relationship with God? One, through a what I call crazy obedience to God. He just obeyed God. And number two, through what I call crazy giving also to God. One day God said to him, Abraham, can you just give me your son as a sacrifice? And God said, the one you love, because I know you, the one you love, that only one, yes, Isaac. And Abraham made up his mind to offer Isaac. And at the end of the day, shortly before he offers Isaac, God stopped him. So God said, now I know that you love me. Brethren, I can go on and on and on and tell you, our people enter into the realm of the miraculous by serving. You want healing? Service will bring it to you. You want deliverance? Service will bring it to you. You want breakthrough? Service will bring it to you. There is nothing you are looking for that service will not bring to you. Why? We are not taking our service unto man, but service unto God. So, what must we do? If truly we want to provoke this miraculous true service, what are the things we need to know? One, recognize that service unto God is a privilege. What I'm doing today is a privilege, not because I'm the best, not because if I even know anything at all. It's just a privilege. It's a privilege for you. For me, you are cleaning. You are giving, you are running up and down, you are doing, I don't care whatever you are doing. If it's unto God, you are blessing other people, it's a privilege, not a right. Not because we are the best, not because we are the only one can do it. Many people can do better than us, but God gave us the privilege. And I pray today, we will not lose our privilege. Number two, know God personally. Personal knowledge of God will help you to do some things. Personal knowledge of God will not allow you also to do something. Because he's the person who says, no, 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 I can't do this. Never. Because you know him. Personal lawyer will say, no, no, no. If only because of God, I need to get this on though. Number three, 
love God and the things of God. You can't love God and you will not serve him. You cannot love God and you will allow things about God to suffer. You can't love God and you will not feel it inside when something is wrong or not going well about the cancer and the plan. Your spirit will just become restless. You can't love God and see people suffering and you don't want to do something. You can't love God and see people that the enemy are carrying captivity and you don't want to take over their battle. You can't just, your spirit won't allow it. Why? Because you love God. Number four, be sensitive to the need of the hour. God will not come down from heaven. Oftentimes, the needs will be around. The service will be around. What you make out of it is now your own responsibility. Be service to the, be sensitive to the needs of the hour. I can see this. I, okay, God, help me to do something. Number five, understand you will always serve God through a man. You will always serve God through a man or through a servant. There's nothing all of us. All of us will do that. God will not come down. He will always give us the platform through some servant, through a man. That's the way to pray. That is where you come to pray. That's how it has been from ever. If you can't serve God through man that we see, how will you serve God that you don't see? Number six, recognize, like you, there's no man that is perfect. So if we're waiting for perfection before you serve, you will never serve at all. Recognize that like you, like me, there's no man that is perfect. So if you are waiting to, for a perfect man, you will never do anything for God at all. So, as opportunity comes, just get yourself committed to the service. For Elijah to know that God will be taking him away that day. And for him to, to say to Elisha, stay behind, I'm coming. Three times he said to him, don't follow me. And he knew that God there will take him away. I mean, anybody can get angry with that. That what kind of man is this? I've been serving, I've been following. Now God is taking you away. You don't want me to get anything inside you say. But the woman, the man with understanding said, no way. It doesn't matter. If the master says, so I know what I'm looking for. He followed until he got it. I pray for you. Your service will not be in vain. Your service will bring you reward. Your service will open doors for you. Your service will change your story. I saw amen, turn that again, receive grace now. Number five or number six, wherever you are. You must also understand there is no one who doesn't have something that you can use to serve God. There is no one who do not have something to use to serve God. All of us have something we can use to serve God. All of us may not be able to do the same thing, but all of us can do something. If it is just sweeping, you are doing something. Giving people a helping and you are doing something. Cancelling people, you are doing something. Providing for people, you are doing something. Everybody can serve God in one capacity or the other. So there is no one who doesn't have what it takes to serve God. Just thinking, what, what can I do? And God get busy with it. More than anything, focus on what you can do, not on what others are doing. They are using their own gift. Use your own gift. They are using their own talent. Use your own talent. So focus on what you can do. Focus on what you are doing. We can do why? It is what you are doing, what I am doing, that will make a way for us. Number eight or number seven. Prepare to receive distraction because the devil will not want you to serve God. Distractions are part of this journey. Distraction will come from outside, from everywhere. Family, friends, colleagues, office, pressure, family. It will come from everywhere. You are the one. I'm the one that has to resist it. Because the devil will not want us to serve God. But I pray for somebody here, you will serve the law. I say you will serve the law. Number eight, note that timing matters when you come to service. So do the right thing at the right time. When you come to kingdom service, timing matters. There are things I cannot do now, or there are things I wish I can do now that I cannot do again because time is no longer there. And there are things that you just have to at the right time. We fulfill today at the right time. God have mercy. But I pray for everybody here. Even if you have lost time, you will recover time now. So every good thing you can do to serve God now, serve him. Number eight, understand that God and not man 
is your ultimate rewarder. Ultimately, the one that will reward you, the one that will reward me, is the Almighty God. Accordingly, serve him. And I want to assure you this, God is a good rewarder. He has never hoped anyone. He has never failed anyone. When you are committed to his service, he reward you. Beloved, it is a new day. You are destined for greatness. You are destined for glory. God is taking you somewhere. God is taking you somewhere. God is planning something good for you. If you are ready to pray, can you just join me as you rise up wherever you are at home? Let's pray to God. The Lord, help me to serve you with all my heart. Come to think of it. He's your maker. He's my maker. Say, God, just help me. At my level, God, help me. If you are ready to pray, can we just begin to say, my father and my God. Join me to say, it and say my father and my God. Help me to serve you with all my heart. Can you begin to pray in the name of Jesus? Father, you are going to help me to serve you with all my heart. I receive great to serve you. I receive great to be committed to your service. In the name of Jesus, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord, to serve you, to be committed to your work. Lord Jesus, you will help me. I receive grace today to serve you. I receive grace to serve you. I receive grace to serve you. I receive grace for service. That at my own level, I will serve you. At my own level, I will serve you. I receive grace today. I receive grace today. I receive grace today. I receive grace to serve you. I receive grace to serve you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Pray upon number two. Say, Father. Say it again. Say, Father. Everything I will need to serve you and serve you well. Grant me access to them. Bless me with them. Can you begin to pray in the name of Jesus? Everything that I will need, everything I will ever need to serve you and to serve you well, grant me access to them. Bless me with them, Lord. Bless me, Lord. Bless me, Lord. Bless me, Lord. Grant me access into the realm of the Spirit. Everything I will need for your service, Lord Jesus, I receive today. I receive today. I receive today. I receive today. Everything I will need to serve you well, I receive today. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Top here, I say, in the name of Jesus. Every hindrance, barriers, obstacle on my way, in my life. Oh God, give me victory over them now. Can you begin to pray in the name of the Lord? Barriers, obstacles, hindrances, everything that will not allow me to serve God. Father, give me victory over there. Daddy, give me victory over there. Daddy, give me victory over there. Whatsoever will stop me from serving you. Give me victory over them. Give me victory over them. Give me victory over them. Give me victory over them, Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, faithful God. In Jesus' name we pray. The last part you're going to say is in the name of Jesus. Miracles that I cannot get by my strength. True service. Oh God, let the miracle manifest in my life. Can you begin to pray now? Lord, let miracles manifest in my home. Let miracles manifest in my life. Through my service to you, I enter into the realm of the miracles. I enter into the realm of miracles. Manifestation, power, favor that I cannot explain. As I begin to serve, let the miracles come. Let the miracles come. Let the miracles come. Let the miracles come. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. In case you are out there and you have not given your life to Christ, that's the starting point. If you must serve God, you need to know God first. So if you have not given your life to Christ, I want to give you the opportunity to do that just in a minute. Wherever you are at home, just say with me, Lord Jesus, I repent for my sin today. Forgive me my sin. Wash me with your blood. Cleanse me by your power. Write my name in the book of the Lamb. Thank you for saving me. 
In Jesus' name. Amen. If you are doing that for the first time, or you are just dedicating your life to Christ, I welcome you to the family of the Lord, and I pray the hand of God will rest with us on you. And from today, you also will enter into this realm of miracles. In the mighty name of Jesus, I want to encourage you, as the lockdown will be finally be over, find any Bible-believing church around where you can fellowship. And I see God growing you in faith. And I see also increasing in the wisdom of the Lord. Everybody at home, God ready now. I want to pray for you. And I'll be connecting with your service. If you have not been serving before, as the lockdown will be over, as you return to your various churches, make sure you get committed to service. Anything you can do, get, get involved. Choir, hustling, security, giving, just get involved. Service is profitable. Service commands divine attention. Service brings things from heaven. Serving brings covering over you. Get committed to service and serve with all your heart. Everything that will not allow you to serve, get it out of your heart. Get them out of your life. Serve as unto God and he will reward you. Father, I decree today to all my listeners, as you are committed to service now, let miracle enter your house. Let miracle enter your family. What you could not get by your strength, on the platform of service, you will get it from now. In the name of Jesus, you are getting it from now. In the name of Jesus, you are getting it from now. Every affliction of the enemy, as you begin to serve the Lord, I terminate the affliction. There shall be no death. Because of your service, there shall be no death. There shall be no loss. There shall be no death. There shall be no loss. Every spirit of death threatening and harassing anyone listening to me, anyone watching me now, I come out in the name of Jesus. Spirit of death, I come against you in the name of the law. Arrow of death, I come against you in the name of the law. Bullet of death, I come against you in the name of the law. In any home, in any family, as I decree now in the name of God, out now! Because of your service, you will not lose your job. Because of your service, you are getting a better job. Because of your service, you are getting a good promotion. Because of your service, your marriage will be outstanding. Because of your service, your babies are coming. Everyone saying amen, because of your service, God will make a way for you. Father, we want to say we thank you. My God will pay your debt. My God will arise for your help. In the mighty name of Jesus. Just lift up your hand wherever you are at home and give God praise. Give him thanks. And begin to say, Lord, I recommit myself to your service. I recommit myself to your service. Blessed be the Lord. In Jesus' name, we are praying. We give thanks to God for another day. And we believe the Lord, the one that we never see in our homes. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. If you are there with your offering, let's bring it out. I have our account number on the screen. You can send it across to the church account. Or if you are packaging somewhere, once the lockdown is over, bring it across or send it to the church. Now that even people are going out every day, find a way of sending it across to your church or wherever you are fellowshipping. And I say, God blessing you. Can we lift it up to God? Father, we say thank you. We lift up our offering before you today. We declare, Lord, with this our offering, let our heaven open. Let grace find us. Let favor find us. Let mercy find us. Everywhere we are expecting a miracle, we receive now. If you will say amen, receive it now. In Jesus' mighty name. I also want to say to all children of God, don't forget your covenant relationship with God. Tithe, pledges, don't forget. Those are some of the things you use to serve the Lord. And as you come to serve the Lord, He will make a way for you. We are believing God shortly, we are going to see ourselves again. And we are going to dance to give glory to God. 
We are believing God this pandemic will be over in the mighty name of Jesus. In the meantime, all the instruction from the government, let's keep to it. Maintaining the social distance. Wash your hands regularly. If you have nothing to do outside, just stay at home. And even if for any reason you discover you are strong, go to hospital for checkup. And then they will attend to you. Can we stand together? Father, I pray. This week will be a week of miracles. To the man and the woman saying, Amen, miracles in your house. Miracles in your family. Miracles in your company. Wherever you turn to, miracles now. And as you begin to serve the Lord, it will make a way for you. The battles of your life will be over now. That bad dream will not come to pass. That affliction expire now. That sickness I command out of your life. Whatever the enemy have done, I cancel it in the name of Jesus. Your expectation will not be cancelled. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Friday is another day for our warfare prayers. Don't forget that. 6 p.m. And every Friday on the further notice, get your communion ready. Or what anything, we'll be praying on it for God's healing. And I believe God will all see his miracles in Jesus' name. Can we all rise on our feet? As a family, we receive grace today. We receive mercy today. In the mighty name of Jesus. You can always join us either on Facebook or by the grace of the Lord, either on Facebook or on YouTube, whichever one. Um, and then if it is on YouTube, I believe, prevailing over we should just join us and I see God blessing you. For those who are in-house members, uh, later today, 12 noon on dot, we'll be having our monthly or see what's training. And we'll be focusing on prayer. We'll pray and pray and pray, God, for turn around. And the turn around will come. So just get connected to us online, 12 noon. We'll be praying online. Get connected. Just prepare yourself. Tell those who are not here and those who are not hearing now, wherever you are, just tell them. Those who are new are not able to hear now, say, by 12 noon. That's all see what's training for this month. And I see God helping all of us. We pray peace over our country. We receive grace for our leaders. We pray for wisdom for them. All of us, Lord God, will keep us. After all labors here, none of us will miss heaven. Thank you, Father. Whatsoever is troubling anyone now, Lord, let there be an end to it. Let there be a miracle for everyone. In Jesus' name, we pray. Can we share the grace in fellowship at home as a family want to go? May the grace, the love of God, sweet fellow, Holy Spirit, rest and abide with us now forevermore. Surely, we need some master followers for the days of our lives and for the of the Lord forever. God bless you. As soon as we are not living in control, we are serving a mighty God. We are serving a living God. Father, we pray you will uphold us. In the name of Jesus, our faith will not fail.